Holy cow. 36 inches of snow in one day. That's that's a, three feet. That's a lot. I, I was told there'd be no math. Oh, sorry. Not, not my place. I'll stay in my lane. <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast. Your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Time to draw Mewtwo out of the shadows, but you might want to keep him there. You can't make a shiny Munchlax without breaking a few eggs. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 215. It's November 15th, yet another Tuesday evening, which seems strange now, out of character for us, almost. <laughs> as of when we had to record lately but i'm your host chris and as always i'm joined by my co-host kyle hiya hey kyle how you doing man uh it's it's porygon spotlight hour i forgot oh it is <laughs> isn't it we got two minutes left oh that's a shame oh, that's, i opened that's my phone and it's just porygon i'm like wait hold on a second it must be an event otherwise those would all be gulping right now <laughs> there's no there's one swell out where i'm at Really? Right oh my gosh. Are you but really quick before we get started, have you also noticed the spawn pool has been a lot of gulpin? Yes. Yes. It's like predominantly gulpin. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh before we get started here for real, just want to give our patron community a big shout out and a big thank you. Thank you so much for all of you uh, and the support of the show that you provide and helping us keep the digital lights on and all that good stuff. We'll talk more about Patreon and patronage at the end of the show. Okay, Mr. Kyle, we set some goals last week, and this did include our, uh, you know, Teddy Ursa Community Day experience. So I'm excited to see how everything shook out. So let's start with your shiny goal. You set a goal of six shiny Teddy Ursa. How did that go for you? I got 10. Nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, shoot from the moon, land among the stars. There you go. Uh, what about an Ursaluna? Did you do what the day was really all about? <laughs> yes, I did. I made sure to evolve one. I traded a shiny to my girlfriend so she could evolve one. We're good. Excellent. Good deal. Good deal. Did you have any hundos or anything or a shadow nope. around that you nope. evolved? You didn't have a shadow teddy? No. Oh, I don't keep okay. shadows. Any shadows that are in my inventory are there by happenstance. <laughs> my they're not a legendary serendipity on their part and not mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> because i okay. was like maybe i'll tm frustration away and then when the time comes i'm like you know i don't actually mm -hmm. care you know what we're getting ahead of ourselves we're getting... <laughs> yeah i was about to say yeah I, I have one more analogy though i think shadow pokemon in kyle's inventory is like the dust that's on top of the fan blades that never gets touched and if it gets close <laughs> it dusts the underside of the fan blades but not the top not the top. Okay, continuing with goals here. You also wanted to get 10 Guzzlord. Did you get a chance? No, did, did not. <laughs> I didn't do any raids, actually, like, at all. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. They just weren't around, or you forgot to I be interested? I <laughs> just didn't make time for them. I, there was, without going into any details, there was a lot of stuff going on this last, like, four days that wasn't expected. Yeah, 100%. Um, and what about two Shadow Mewtwo? I feel like we might hear a similar answer here. <laughs> yeah, I got one. I got That's one. Good. And uh, then my day off that I was planning on doing the Shadow Mewtwo wound up being a lot more busy than I thought it was going to be. So here we are now tonight. Yep. Man makes plans and uh, Arceus laughs. Uh, so that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's two out of four for you. That's not too bad. How, how was the shadow on YouTube though? Were the with the IVs acceptable? Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's, it's Trashola. So, huh? It's oh, like it's like heart. six ten ten. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, pal. That stinks. Maybe well, yeah, but you get two. You get two chances. So maybe the next one will be great. Uh, for myself, I wanted to get five hundred thousand Stardust. I did do that. One million experience. I did do that. I'm only one point. One or 1.2 million away from level 50 now. Uh, 30 shiny Teddy Ursa. I got 34. 34. Nice. And hatch 50 eggs. I did hatch more than 50 eggs. 
Uh, and I'm here. You want to hear what my seven kilometer A experience has been so far? Okay. It's been primarily Gibble. It's been <laughs> primarily Gibble. And I, I, but in the first five, three of them were Munchlax. And so I was feeling pretty good. I don't have the shiny yet. And I know that's what you thought I was probably posturing for, but unfortunately, no, <laughs> not yet. So I've got to get cracking uh, on the next few days here while this event is still live. I think we've done enough dancing around here. Let's just hop right into the news. Yo, what up? It's the news. Well, that was the news section. Let's hop up into gear up then. This week on gear up, we're going to do what's the big deal with shadow Mewtwo. It's going to be a, a shadow theme apparently this week. Cause what else is there to talk about? No, nothing. There was no news. I'm not sure if you caught that. We didn't but have in, any in a similar vein to no news. What's the big deal with Shadow Mewtwo? Well, it's it's Mewtwo. That's that's kind of about all I have to say. But actually, because I I can't not say numbers because I was apparently an accountant in a past life. Base stats: three hundred attack, two fourteen stamina, one eighty two defense. What's there not to love? Like the, <laughs> these are some seriously legendary stats. Obviously. Legendary. It's the legendary Pokemon, everybody. It's not. That's Arcanine. <laughs> I'm, ladies and gentlemen, the face he's making, I've got him on a technicality. He can't say I'm wrong and he can't say I'm being pedantic because he's pedantic. <laughs> Gonna let that one just sit there. Cruise into the night. Just <laughs> Regular Mewtwo. Already the best psychic type in the game. It's not even close really for everything else that's out there okay that's a slight lie hoopa unbound all things that's been going on is actually really good it's about 30 percent worse than Mewtwo. oh boy versus the next on the list latios metagross and hoopa confine which are about half as good as regular mewtwo and then Alakazam and Espeon are just like holding on to the rope as they're being pulled behind the carriage. <laughs> and make sure you're not running counter on these Alakazams if you're trying to compete for psychic DPS. <laughs> oh, man. And don't run Future Sight for the love of God. If you have a Future Sight Alakazam, it's not even like in a 10 square mile area of this list. So it's that bad. But then there's Shadow. And of course, other Pokemon have Shadows like uh, Alakazam. And there's also Mega Alakazam and all that kind of stuff. But a uh, Shadow, as we mentioned last week, it's a 20% attack boost, which brings regular Mewtwo's attack from 20.9 to 25.4, which interestingly enough, for those who pull out a calculator, is slightly more than 20%. <laughs> Great. Thank you. 20% is like is like 24.9 or something like that, 25.1. I, I pulled out a calculator and checked because I'm like, this doesn't seem right. That's really strange. How does that work out? Why Why isn't it just a, a flat TPS increase of 20%? Well, so if you look at it this way, break points for simplicity. Oh, if sure. you... Well, you can't see breakpoints for simplicity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it as simple as possible. Okay. okay. Dragon Breath does four damage. One turn. For I'm not gonna do seconds because it's not helpful. I, PvP terms make this a little bit easier. One turn, four damage. If you have over X amount of attack, it does five damage now per turn because you can't do four and a half damage. So when you hit that breakpoint, you're now doing 20% more damage, but you maybe only gained three attack or something mm, like that. Mm -hmm. So a 20% attack boost could make you take over one damage on a on a confusion or something, which again is a very slow attack, which will add up a lot. So then you can infer that the 20% attack boost is not applied to damage output because then it would be a clean 20%. It's instead applied to the base stats? No, it would it would still be because I don't think they deal in fractions in like actually oh, when we calculate sure. DPS it does, but you can't have a fraction of an attack when you deal an attack. Does that, right. does that make sense? 
Yes. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on because there's a little bit more math before people yell at me. Oh man. So the DPS, twenty point nine to twenty five point four. This explodes Mewtwo's DPS cubed times TDO, which I'll get back to. Don't worry. From five thousand nine hundred ninety four point three to ten thousand eight hundred fifty nine point six. That's almost double. It's it's like an increase of eighty percent or something like that. That is basically double. Yeah. Well, no, double would be almost twelve thousand. But anyways, what is DPS cubes time TDO? Homework. (laughs) For those who don't know, or maybe who don't care, it's a made up statistic. It's just a generally accepted number that people use to weight DPS higher than durability. Because for the most time in Go, you're fighting against the clock more than you're fighting against the actual enemy. And so higher DPS is going to win the raid faster, even if something else has a higher total damage output, TDO. And this is just the math equation that somebody four years ago or whatever landed on and everybody has accepted since. Maybe there's a a fancier one out there, but I don't think anyone wants to go through the trouble of figuring it out. Well, I think it's broken. Yeah. And it, it makes it really simple. It lets you balance out Pokemon who have really high attack but are super squishy. Because if you only sort by DPS, you'll wind up with something like Attack Deoxys at the top. Speaking of which, Attack Deoxys, even sorted by DPS, is worse than Mewtwo and Shadow Mewtwo. So, <laughs> of course. But its TDO is so bad that it, it balances out to being terrible. Anyways, that's an insane increase for only 20%. Math. It's it's how numbers work. <laughs> yeah, man. Can I get can I get that on a shirt? I want that. <laughs> Math, it's it's what them numbers be doing. <laughs> so just just a little bit more on numbers and then we're going to be out of here. Oh, come on, man. You're killing me. We talked me. about it. it. First, I have to ask Chris, what were your IV? Do you have you done your Shadow Mewtwo yet? No, I haven't finished ah. the quest. It's it's long. It's long. It's Be long. Faster. Okay. Do you want me to to find out what my other shadow? Um, sure. Were my like? my other two were actually pretty pretty good, so I I can't really complain. But all right, let's 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 do that really quick. Mewtwo, 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 Mewtwo. Okay, there's one of them. It is fourteen, eleven, ten. That's okay. That's not bad. Uh, and then I've got another one that's 14, 13, 15. That's really good. Yeah, that's the one that I have wow. maxed out. That's that's very good. My other two are 15, 14, 11, and 12, 11, 15. Well, you have three? I do have three. Do I not have three? No, I just, I got the one from my oh, last that's right. Radar, you, oh, and then I got I'm going to have another, so I'll have four. That's right. I forgot that I got a Latios. Man. Get wrecked, Chris. I oh, come on. Shadow don't Latios. do that. Not on the show. Don't. Do- this is why you hold that last radar no. until you find the next boss. You can't. Don't don't justify your actions of not I participating. Will <laughs> All right. Anyways, we're talking about Ugh. IVs. Here's the fun part. IVs don't matter. Don't. That, okay. Don't take that out of context. Someone's going to yell at me later. They don't matter that much every single shadow mewtwo is better than every regular shadow mewtwo regular mewtwo just full stop it could be a zero percent shadow which actually can't happen i believe the legendary floor is five 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 but and a hundo regular mewtwo the shadow is still going to blow it out of the water completely we talked about it i believe last week time is you know irrelevant most of the time Oh, yeah, it's made up. But IVs go to 15. So a hundo is a 15, 15, 15. And if you don't know, IVs add to the base stat just directly on top. So Mewtwo has 300 attack. And with 100% IVs, it has 315 attack, which is only an increase of 5%. Of course, the slight increase to HP and defense do add up and give it more TDO, but it doesn't give it more DPS. And so it. It doesn't really balance it out, and it's not that big a deal. I'm still going to level this terrible shadow that I got today at some point because 
why wouldn't I? Really? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And that's that's kind of the takeaway. All all things said, Shadow Me Too. It's very good. If you have one, level it up. If you're not using it, you probably should. Unless you really don't like shadows from a storytelling perspective. I know there are people like that out there, and I totally, totally respect that. <laughs> and one last takeaway. Don't purify it. <laughs> yeah, don't. Please don't. Don't do it. Just, no. like, hold on to them. At some point in the future, if you're still playing the game, you'll have six. And then after that, you can purify the ones you're not using. I had a friend send me a picture on Teddy Ursa Community Day of his 100% Ursa Luna. But it was purified. (laughs) And I was like, that's really cool. You've probably stolen like 18% damage from yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I, I, you know, it was a good conversation and I hope that, you know, uh, we walked away from it. Maybe wouldn't make that choice again. But at the same time, I think that hundred percent Ursa Luna is still really highly rated in master league all the same, something like that. So it was thankfully not a completely sad story, but yeah, every single time that happens, I'm always like, that's right. This isn't common knowledge. Because it's not really inferred anywhere. It just says shadow bonus. Yeah, well, so here's the thing, though. Our audience is not the average, and it's it's easy to forget that. We are most definitely not the average. But yeah, most people don't care. Most people True. see one star, two star, three star, and check out. That's it. That's all they see. And so I'll have some friends who are more casual into go looking at my Pokemon and stuff like, you know, I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll trade you anything, literally whatever you want. If you have enough Stardust, I'll give it to you. Right. And so they're scrolling through it and I'm like, any of them doesn't matter. Those are, I don't, I don't care about those. And they're like, oh, this one's a two star. Do you care? I'm like, no, the stars don't actually matter for that one. It's, it's not there for that anyways. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's easy to forget that, that that's the way most people are going to look at the game because they don't need to know the information behind it in order to succeed. I've never ever thought about IV'd Pokemon in terms of stars, but I've heard other people also use that verbiage. <laughs> it's very strange to me. I know. I I was watching a video and it wasn't about Go, but it was about it was about Genshin Impact and it was an account review for somebody to like go over the stats of all their characters and stuff like that. And they've been playing the game for two years. They are almost the max level, which is insane in that game. And all of their accounts is just like, yeah, I put those on that character because it looks good. Oh. And I'm like, I wish I could have fun playing games like that sometimes. (laughs) I am envious of people who have that capability to have that kind of fun. I really am. I can't. My brain doesn't let me. I can confirm, can confirm. This man won't play City Skylines because he's like, I'm going to get too frustrated that the roads aren't straight. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> this this sort of mindset, though, does come in handy when you're trying to make a concise case for why Shadow Mewtwo is good and you should never, ever, ever purify it. So thank you for doing just that today, Kyle. <laughs> I appreciate it. We all do. Uh, but that means that it's time for Pokalore. And this week, we're going to be featuring Munchlax, the big eater Pokemon, and Snorlax, the sleeping Pokemon. The motivation for this choice is purely for good egg-hatching karma, I assure you. First up is Munchlax. Munchlax is a teal Pokemon with a cream spot on its chest. Its round head is teal on the top half and cream on the bottom half. It has big round eyes and large pointy ears. It has five-fingered hands and cream feet with three clawed toes. The fur close to the bottom of Munchlax seems to resemble a dress. Munchlax has two pointy teeth that stick out of its mouth, even if closed. It's real cute. It is a hyperactive Pokemon. It does not mind walking and running from place to place as it looks for food, but is usually very slow moving. Munchlax tends to store food in its long fur, although it sometimes forgets about its hidden food. (laughs) Same. Its stomach allows it to eat nearly anything, even rotten food, and they are indifferent to flavor. It can eat also 
It can also eat many servings of food at a time without chewing and rarely gets full. It eats the food of any Pokemon besides its evolution, Snorlax. Munchlax tends to raid villages for food intended to be thrown away. That sounds nice. Okay, so before we... I need to talk about it because I'm talking about Dex entries today, and it's it bothered me. It's a teal Pokemon. Yeah. That's what they said. Munchlax is not teal. I will fight someone to the death over that. <laughs> did you look it up on uh, Bulbapedia? I mean, I did look up on Bulbapedia. We'll get to that one in a second. Look at Munchlax and tell me what color that is. It's like navy. <laughs> it's it's blue. It's it blue? is blue. Like there's no green at all in this. <laughs> if you want to see something that's teal, go look at Perry the Platypus from Phineas and Ferb. That's teal. Look, no, Chris, Google it. Look at the difference in I color. I know what Perry the Platypus between Munchlax and Perry the Platypus. <laughs> I, I'm with you. You don't have to prove me. Okay. You don't have to prove it to okay, me. So I'm now on I've, board. I've, I've established. I've built my soapbox up. Okay. What do you think the official Pokedex color for Munchlax is? Teal. No. Is it blue? No. Green? No. Cream? No. Tell me. Black. <laughs> Black? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, 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 no. That doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I guess every faction is just wrong on this. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Wait, hang on. What color is Snorlax? We're, we'll get there, but what color is Snorlax? Snor- Snorlax also might be black. He is black? Yeah. What? In, in like the old, old, old stuff that used to be darker. And then they started adding things to like to give the darker Pokemon yeah, okay. like more Look. of a hue. Gen 1. Okay. Snorlax. Yeah. Is black. Gen 2, they added blue. Yeah. And it's been blue since. Yeah. But Munchlax was not black and then blue. No. Oh, my gosh. It was grandfathered in, clearly. I just, I got to listen to some Backstreet Boys right now. Black and blue, so I got to, you know. No. Oh, my God. Wait, but look at Munchlax's sprite in home is a completely different color than in every other game. Is it black? No, in home, it actually is teal. Like, without a question, it's teal. Munchlax icon. Well, if it you just go to Munchlax teal. on Bulbapedia and then go to Sprite. Yeah. At the very bottom is the home icon. Yeah, my boy looks teal. I'm I'm so confused right now. I'm losing my mind over Okay, here. we're going to okay. continue. Read Snorlaxes now so we can be upset. <laughs> okay, all right. Next up is Snorlax. Snorlax is a huge bipedal dark blue-green mammalian Pokemon with a cream-colored face, belly, and feet. Dark blue-green, huh? Isn't that just what teal is? Isn't that teal? <laughs> That's teal. Its body is composed of mostly its belly, as its limbs are comparatively small. Its head is large with small pointed ears and two pointed teeth protruding from its lower jaw. It has round feet which both have three claws and a circular brown paw pad and short arms with five claws on each hand. Snorlax's bulk makes it the heaviest normal type. Snorlax is often found in mountains and forests. It wakes up only to eat, requiring 900 pounds or 400 kilograms of food per day before returning to its slumber. Although it can also eat while it is resting. Nice autopilot. We love it. It is not a picky eater, as its strong stomach allows it to eat even moldy food without feeling any ill effects. It can even handle thorny plants or muck's poison. <laughs> Snorlax is docile enough to let children small Pokemon bounce on its large stomach. Despite its apparent laziness, however, Snorlax can exhibit tremendous power when prompted. Snorlax is known to appear without warning in villages and steal their food supplies, such as rice granaries, which has long been considered a disaster whenever it happens. <laughs> Was there a point in time that it wasn't a disaster when it happened? And then after a while, like, oh, boy, <laughs> that, that rice dependency really is coming back to bite us. Like, <laughs> very strange. Max CP for Snorlax at level 40 is 32.25 and at 50 is 36.47. It's definitely up there, and actually it has kind of impressive CP considering where its attack stat lands. It's got 330 stamina, 169 defense, and 190 attack, 
And those low of defense and attack sets usually equate to a much lower CP, but that stamina keeps our boy in the ring for sure. <laughs> Best move set, and I, I kind of have to say this with a caveat. Let me see the moves first. It's Lick with Body Slam or it's Lick with Body Slam and Earthquake or Body Slam and Superpower. And you can kind of make a case for Hyper Beam, actually. It's very strange. Um, for DPS. But my recommendation is that you don't use Snorlax for DPS. Use it for gym defense, in which case you want some type coverage. Lick is really, really good. Um, and you want to maybe gear it out, maybe for PvP. I have no idea if how Snorlax is used in PvP. I know that he uses body slam spam, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, Snorlax is good in PvP. I think it... Master League only? Ultra League? It might, it might be Ultra League, actually, as Big well. Boy League? I don't think Master League would be good because the, the top blows off that top CP real quick and it gets outscaled uh, incredibly it's, fast. It's, uh, it's ranked 69 in Ultra League. Nice. Shadow is ranked 29 in Master League. Wow, no kidding, e huh? XL. XL. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, that's implied, right? And regular XL is still 57. It's better in Master League. Wow, I was not expecting that. Okay, well, that just goes further to prove that we are not qualified to have opinions on PvP takes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, anyway, there you go, folks. That's Pokelore this week, Munchlax and Snorlax. Hope you enjoyed, and best of luck catching them shinies. I think it's time for Pokepole, then. Last week's Pokepole was... Knowing that the December Community Day will likely see previously featured Pokemon, what are you looking forward to having another opportunity at catching? First response is from Adam via Spotify. They said, Mudkip, powered up and elite TM'd some pretty terrible PvP IV ones before I understood about IVs. Before I understood about IVs. Dino 2. Zvilus has been a bit of a hero for me too. Keep up the good work, chaps. I have heard Zvilus has, has got some really good use in PvP. I know nothing about it, but I've heard those oh. those words. Zvilus is cool. I've been getting a lot of mileage out of my Hydreigon though that I had kitted and maxed. Oh yeah, I've got I've yeah. got two at level fifty. I use them all the time. It's yeah, great. that was that was a great investment. Yeah, very happy. Next one's from Paul via Spotify. They said backstory. We had a record snowfall of 36 inches on January 7th, 2022. Ooh. So I didn't get much time to catch shiny Bulbasaurs. I'm excited for another try. Holy cow. 36 inches of snow in one day. That's a, that's three feet. That's a lot. I said I was told there'd be no math. Oh, sorry. Not not my place. I'll stay in my lane. <laughs> Next response is from Fire Drilling from Spotify. Hi, Carlo. Hello, Carlo. <laughs> to fit into Chris's prediction, I've not get to play Stuffle or Teddy Ursa days, so those are what I'm looking forward to the most. I also missed a few others, but those bears are the best of all time. Oh, it's tragic you didn't get to play both of the bear days. It's yeah. also very interesting. We got two bear community days in one year. Yeah, I don't think they meant to do that. Happy coincidence. Happy coincidence. Absolutely. <laughs> Someone was playing the long game. <laughs> I swear I'm going to get two bears into community days this year. And nobody's going to know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay because soon, because of how many dogs they keep adding each generation, we could have like a whole year of just dog Pokemon. Oh, my gosh. If, if Whenever the next uh, Chinese Zodiac year of the dog or yeah, whatever. Yeah, when is the year of the dog? Somebody I, quick. Man, I really hope we didn't just miss it. I would love to oh, no, with dog-related things. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Next response is from Starman. They said, I would have to say I'm excited to see Dino return. Not only do I have a really well-statted one, but I also revel in the opportunity to work on my dragon and dark type metals at the same time. Good value. Good. Yeah, fair enough. Especially with Tratini just last week. Well, two weeks ago. Lots of dragons. Time's made up, Kyle. It is. Time is a social construct. Yep, you bet. Our last response is from Clifton B. And they said, I'm looking forward to Dino. I sprained my ankle and was stuck playing in the car. I still did fairly well, but I'm always looking to catch more green dragons. Yeah, got to find those, Kerm those Kermit the Frogs going through their emo phase for sure. 
<laughs> Look at me, I'm a dragon. <laughs> who would the who would the Miss Piggy shinies be then? Is that um I'm trying to not be disrespectful to Miss Piggy. It's always it's always a fine line you walk. Um uh, but pink shinies? not quillfish that would be rude whalemer would absolutely be rude um oh man i i can't think of that on the spot me neither me neither uh yeah i'm not looking to offend miss biggie we have we have an we have a public facing twitter account i'm not dealing with that (laughs) anyways so this week's pokepole is what is your view on shadow pokemon love them purify them hate them Tell us your most shadowy achievements. I didn't add hate them on purpose. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> That's fair. I suppose we're here for all sorts of takes, aren't we? Uh, Chris, what's your view on shadow Pokemon? I think they're interesting. I think the purified aspect of the relationship between the two is really disappointingly not fleshed out. I think it would be a lot more interesting because of that. Um, but then it does allow me to sort of turn my brain off when I'm dealing with shadow Pokemon. I check IVs. If it looks like a good PVP stat spread, I save it. I check it out later. Um, if it's bad stats and it's 1000 <laughs> purification, I'll just purify it on the spot and transfer oh it. God. And that's it. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really on autopilot when it comes to shadow Pokemon. And I get really excited about Shadundos because it feels like a double roll on something. Um, but that's about it. Oh, and shiny shadows are really nice. I like them a lot. Uh, yeah, I've only ever gotten one, so I, I, I do like them. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? <laughs> I don't particularly care for shadows. Just kind of in general. I think if there was a more interesting dichotomy between shadow and purified, it would be better, as Chris said. But like, I don't really like to accept the shadows for what they are anyways, unless it's too hard to pass up. It's too hard to pass up Shadow Mewtwo. It's it's too good. And it's too easy to have Shadow Machamp, but I still don't put that much effort into it. And having to farm for specific IVs in such a slow manner is just like, I'm not interested, which is kind of the biggest turnoff for shadows for me. I can get that. I feel like my opinion on that sort of changed a little bit because I used to be just as frustrated. I'm like, oh, another balloon. I don't want to do this. I just stopped doing balloons after a while. I just started doing them no matter what. Like, I don't give myself a choice and just sort of do it. And uh, that's how I've come across all the good things I've gotten out of the shadow system. Yeah, I I just like two or three minutes. It doesn't sound like that much, but two or three minutes for one Pokemon encounter that you might not even want. That's probably yeah, going to be bad. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I still have my silver rocket medal. Hey, yeah, you want to check? I want to uh, see how I, many I, I've actually accrued. I want to see how many uh, I've accrued since I hit the plat cap because I just kind of kept going. I have done 660 rocket grunts out of 1,000 for gold. I've done 10 rocket bosses out of 20 for gold. Oh, and I've purified 205 out of 500 for gold. Oh, boy. Purification, too. Oh, man. Where the heck is mine at? Oh, mine's not good. I'm at 303 for purifier. Wow. Um, but my hero badge is at 2141. So, and, wow. and 2000, 2000 is the platinum. So, yeah, only. Geez, I can't. I. <laughs> I would rather stop playing than get that badge to platinum. They're just like so easy for me. It's like click on it and I tap, 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 tap. And then before you know it, it's done. Like I haven't really put any effort or thought oh, into God. it. But again, does that, does that mean that it's well designed? I don't know. It's up to you, dear listener. <laughs> cool. Well, anyway, if you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, uh, what is your view on shadow Pokemon? Love them, purify them, hate them. Tell us your most shadowy achievements. You can answer when we post this on Twitter, or you can send us an email to mail at You can also call us and leave us a voicemail with your answer to 262-586-7717. And lastly, if you're a patron of ours, we actually have an entire uh, channel dedicated to it uh, called Pokepole in our Discord server. Oh, and I said lastly, but I'm a liar. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, that that rallied around the call to do their responses on Spotify. 
a great turnout and a lot of really great responses to pin. So thank you. And of course, if you'd like to leave a response to the Q&A question, the Poke Poll, um, you can look at the episode on your Spotify mobile app and answer the question there as well. This upcoming week, I'm going to be shifting our focus to Twitter responses. So I'm going to keep kind of doing this. So it'll be kind of fun for those of you that really, really want to have your responses read and maybe haven't been one of the ones that we selected in the past. I'm going to start doing this so that you can kind of uh, get a better shot, you know, to, to reward those of you that listen a lot. We want to hear what you have to say. So that being said, uh, we're going to pass it on over to Fish and DeFi, who this week are going to be covering quite a bit in PvP Corner, including Element Cup Remix, Catch Cup Season of Light Edition, and much, much more. Over to the two of you. Hi, I'm Fish on Ahita. And I'm DeFi 250. And this is PvP Corner, the PvP segment that brought Victini to regionals. DeFi, happy 100th episode. Oh my goodness, this is! <laughs> yeah. This is a hundred! I was hoping you didn't notice, because it's like in the, the link that I send you to the to the recording session, it's, it said PvP Corner 100, <laughs> and I was like, don't notice, don't notice, don't notice. Yeah, surprise! <laughs> it is! That is so cool. Happy 100 episodes, Fish. Yeah, I'm super, like, I'm, as always, I'm super happy that we got this opportunity to to put this show together i could not think of a better co-host <laughs> me neither i would not do this without you so what's going on in pvp well fish we are just finishing up an ultra league week we had ultra league premiere as well as open ultra league what are you seeing out there in the trenches in the <laughs> ultra league the xl league of pokemon what are you seeing I'm seeing a lot of Jellicent leads, which I did not expect exactly. I'm seeing a lot of uh, Trevenant. I'm seeing a lot of Escavalier. I'm seeing, uh, what else? Um, War Rain, of course, that's always going to be there. Um, look, in Willpower Cup, I got up to 29.64 rating, right? And I've been trying to maintain that, but I'm going more negative than positive. At the moment, I'm about uh, 28.80. So I'm very nervous about paying attention to all the teams that I am seeing because I feel like I've basically got this next week Element Cup to hit Legend. Otherwise, it's not going to happen because, you know, after that is Master League and Catch Cup. And I don't think I will be (laughs) playing in that week yeah as i was about to say the next week is open master league and catch cup season of light which means DeFiE is streaming scarlet and violet starting on november 24th (laughs) instead of pokemon go pvp because i i just i want to play open master league but i just have nothing built to level 50 uh that i feel comfortable running uh, Master League Open, I currently have a, I don't think it's even a hundo. I have, okay, I do have a hundo Garchomp. I have a hundo Machamp, and I have a 91 <laughs> Melmetal at level 50. <laughs> it's shiny, though. Like, so, the, and those are the three Pokemon, one, like, some of the Pokemon that I built for leveling up during Mm -hmm. uh to level up past level 40 one of the challenges is to level three pokemon to 50 and this 91 melmetal was one of them yeah and if you're gonna run machamp and garchomp then you absolutely need that melmetal because otherwise a togekiss will uh, any charmer will run through your team exactly and the only other pokemon i'd consider i have a 98 percent iv shiny gyarados but I'm not even quite there on XL candy. Like I'm almost right. there, but I'm not quite there. So I, it's tough. It's tough. I just don't have the Mons built to 50. So, and I'm high enough in ELO because I'm currently sitting almost at 2,700 that I feel like I would need to have level 50. Because yeah. if I were lower, like if I were like at ace rank, I could probably get away with not ha- like level 45, level 46 yeah. Pokemon. I just don't think that'll cut it up there. 
Yeah, fair enough. Um, what we did actually skip over one week, which was November seventeenth to twenty-four. We've got the Open Master League and Element Cup remix. So I feel like you'll be a little more comfortable in this one, DeFi. Oh, for sure. So again, the order goes, we're just closing out Ultra League. By the time you hear this, it'll be Open Master League and Element Cup. And then comes in DeFi stops playing (laughs) Go Battle League for a week. But let's focus on when I will be playing, which is during the Element Cup. Element Cup is 500 CP or under, only fire, water, and grass types. And only Pokemon that are able to evolve and have not yet evolved even once will be eligible. Uh, The three Pokemon most used by trainers Ace Rank and Up in the last Element Cup are not allowed. So that's Ducklet, Chinchou, and Cottony. In addition, Sandalit is banned. Good riddance. Uh, Your PV Poke (laughs) Top 10, Dewpider, is going to decimate this meta. Uh, Up to fight it is Shadow Oddish, Shadow Vulpix, Bulbasaur, both Shadow and Regular, Shadow Chikorita, Seal, Fomantis... We'll come back to that. <laughs> Wooper, Shadow and Regular, Shroomish, and Lilip. I like Lurantis is pretty spicy as a Great League Pokemon, but little baby Fomantis being up there. Uh, it's the best bug type up there in the ratings. Um, not bug type. It's the best grass type with a bug fast move. So Fomantis is pure grass, but it has access to Fury Cutter. So it's the best um, bug fast move option. And then it runs Leaf Blade and Grass Nut as its charge moves. It gets destroyed by Dewpider, but beats some other things, uh, including it beats Slugma, surprisingly yeah wow that's yeah with all grass charge moves it beats the fire pokemon that's pretty crazy it is uh but slugma was a pokemon before the recording we were talking a little bit about as something that might be interesting so slugma can run rock throw as its fast move so that's going to be able to hit super effective against other fire types and also do neutral damage against grass and water and then it has two charge moves um rock slide and flame charge which i think is actually kind of unique for little cup a lot of little cup pokemon you're running double stab or double, like, of the same type of charge move. So, mm-hmm. for example, Shroomish runs Grass Knot and Seed Bomb, or Rowlet, Seed Bomb, Energy Ball, and right. runs Razor Leaf. Um, Hopip, Grass Knot, Seed Bomb. Here's one I was looking at uh, just now. Litwick has all fire charge moves, but it's actually quite a good counter to Dewpider. So that's potentially worth a look. It's uh, It seems to be a pretty polarized. So it'll beat all your grasses and your dewpider quite hard, but it'll lose very hard to any water type. Another Pokemon I want to point out really quick is Marini, new to the game. Uh, Marini is down at 40 in PV Poke, but its matchup with Dewpider really, really close. It, it comes close to Dewpider. Uh, and some of the other water types. It can come pretty close, even though it gets a loss. Destroys the fire types, um, and it has poison typing to be able to hit your grass types and then hit neutral against fire and water. All right, so hopefully that will get you started on the Element Cup remix. Next up, we have our Play Pokemon section, which we just had the Warsaw Regional Championship over the weekend, and the winner was a trainer named Coxiac2400, who ran a team of Trevenant, Obstagoon, Victini, Azumarill, Altaria, and Registeel. Hold up. <laughs> Wait, just, you're not just going to breeze right past like you didn't just say Victini won a regional championship. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's, it's pretty underrated it's like it got a huge improvement with the quick attack and it's got some unique typing in fire psychic uh nice move set with v create and either psychic or overheat um i know in the psychic cup and the willpower cup a lot of people were just running the double fire move because it wasn't resisted by anything but then if you want some extra coverage then psychic is the way to go there um, I'm also looking at the Azumarill Altaria Redisteel 
trio because that is some old school core building. Like there, there was a time where that was just an unbeatable trio core. They all just worked together so nicely <laughs> and it, it seems to be back. I very much love this team. It's again, it's so weird seeing Altaria back in the meta. It's like Walrein doesn't exist seeing Altaria back in this meta. That is crazy. Yeah. But we were talking about, okay, before we get into the overall usage, let's talk about some of the other teams and anything we notice. Tomahawk UK, the regional runner up running that Frostlass. Love to see it. Love to see Frostlass doing so well. One of my favorite Pokemon ever. Also run by Smeetix, who placed uh, in the top four. So Frostlass making her appearance. uh, Made a lot of really good appearances in Salt Lake City for regionals. Love seeing her do well here as well. And Smeetix, I find it very interesting to see, has exactly the same team as Tomahawk with the exception of Tomahawk running a Shadow Swampert, Sneetix running Lantern in that spot. The rest of the team being Noctowl, Lickitung, Metacham, Frostlass, and G-Fisk. The meta is meta for a reason. <laughs> um, Asprazelto, I want to give a shout out to. I, I know them. They are an Italian that has competed in Gym Breakers and is also a streamer. I'm pretty sure they've raided into our Pallet Town streams once or twice, or they've at least hung out at, in the stream. So yeah, happy to see them. And Eris, the original EU champion, also finished in the top eight. So proving that it wasn't a fluke, managing to back it up again. I also want to point out uh, a top eight finisher, Amon CZ, not only running Frostlass, but Toxapex as well. Uh, yeah. Toxapex really had kind of, I don't know how to say it, just like, it didn't have a strong first showing at its first regional championship. <laughs> uh, it just didn't make it very far. We couldn't really see what it could do. And then we started to see a little bit more play in Salt Lake City. Uh, glad to see it working out here in Warsaw uh, to be able to make a top eight uh, on a team uh, because I think it is a really good Pokemon, but you have to know how to play it. It definitely doesn't work as a safe swap with so much ground in the meta. You have to run it in the lead or save it in the back. Um, but also the fact that only one of the top eight has brought it uh, means that maybe it's it's not going to see like this huge uptick like, for example, Ember Shadow Nine Tails did when Cindy ran it in, where was it, Toronto? Right. I think Frostlass is having a Ninetales moment right now. Right. Uh, not Toxapex. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, which is good. Like, uh, Frostlass has always been great. Like, it's us uh, limited meta players, uh, sylph, sylph players in particular, uh, we are very, very hyper aware of how good Frostlass is because anytime there is a limited meta that Frostlass is eligible, it is such a dominant force in open league gbl not quite as much which is why i don't think it has the recognition among the greater pvp community as it probably should it is a very very good pokemon all right let's go ahead and dive into some of our usage stats for warsaw so all of this is coming from the Go Stadium website. And a lot of the usage, the people like Polymers Up makes these graphics. And there's just a lot of really good uh, data and information. So be sure to check out stadiumgaming.gg. They do a lot of really good coverage for the Play Pokemon series. Um, I can't shout them out enough for putting out all of this information. Mm-hmm. So in Warsaw, Poland, this was November 12th and 13th, there were 85 players. And I love seeing Victini at the top because its usage percentage is so high in the top 16 because there was one of them. And I think there was only one registered. <laughs> um, there might have only been one registered. And I think that was just fantastic. Yeah. But again, Tapu Fini, not, there were some registered but didn't really make a big appearance. It's so strange to see Walrein so low. Uh, your top Pokemon, Galarian, Stunfisk, Metacham, Lickitung, Noctowl, Trevenant, Azumarill, Sableye, Swampert, and then Frostlass. 
in Lil, the top three Pokemon were Metacham, Galarian, Stunfisk, and Trevenant, and they were all very, very close in usage. And there's been a little bit of a drop in Trevenant. It's been overtaken by two very hard Trevenant counters in Noctowl and Lickitung. So I find that very interesting. Yeah, I also think Venusaur's prevalence, again, really showing that Walrein doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, also, Venusaur and Altaria both doing really, really well overall. Um, interesting also seeing a little bit of Umbreon registered. Um, yeah. We had some in the top 16, a couple Umbreons in there, which I think is fascinating. One, there was one, I think, in the top 16. Alolan Ninetales, interestingly, that used to be a lot more common, didn't it? Yeah, I would say so. I'd say Alolan Ninetales used to be a lot more common. Um, but I think Nidoqueen being so popular kind of scares off Alolan Ninetales, especially when it's running Charm. Um, yeah. all, none of the Alolan Ninetales made it into the top 16. There were some registered. There were 11 in the tournament out of 85 battle, um, eighty-five battlers, 85 teams. Uh, but none of them made it to the top 16. Yeah, and Queen and Galarian Stunfisk being the other one. I really want Wigglytuff to be a thing because it's not only does all the charmer things like your Lola Ninetales does, but it also is a fantastic ghost counter. So anyone bringing a, a Trevenant, anyone bringing a Cofagrigus, Wigglytuff is a hard wall to those. So I would love for Wigglytuff to be a thing. I get Lickitung as well. Like it'll, it'll be a nice counter to Lickitung because it's double resisting those licks. All right, look, peeking ahead in the calendar, we have Toronto in Canada coming up really soon, December 2nd to the 4th. We also have Arlington, Texas in December 16th to the 18th. And then we have San Diego, California coming up on January 6th to the 8th uh, soon. It's going to come up sooner than you think. Uh, we also have um, Brisbane is happening on December 3rd and 4th. That's the Oceanic regionals have finally been announced and unfortunately we had like no warning for brisbane so unfortunately i don't think i'll be able to make it especially since it is schoolies week which is our equivalent of um like spring break so a lot of school aged people like people graduating from high school they fly over to queensland to just party for a weekend and it's that weekend so flights over to brisbane are phenomenally expensive so for that reason and the short notice, I won't be able to attend Brisbane, but we do have three other, we, we, we had, we had it good here. We've got um, Melbourne, Sydney and Perth as well. When are those tournaments fish? So Melbourne, the internationals for Oceania, they are happening on February 17th to 19th. Perth is happening on March 4th and 5th, and Sydney is happening in May, the 27th and 28th. Very cool. Glad that all of that got announced and yeah. people can start making their travel plans. And I think that's it for this week, DeFi. Do we have any shameless plugs? I think we do. Let's talk about some successes from both Pallet Town PvP, and we're going to start talking more about what's going on in the GoCast server, right, Fish? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I've been making the effort to shout out the accomplishments of people in the Palatown server, and I just had this realization during the week. Like, we've got plenty of PvP players in the GoCast Discord server that are achieving fantastic things. So I want to give them some recognition too. So I want to give first the Palatown people. We've got Jet Force Gemini hit Legend, congratulations, and Timurap hit Veteran. And on the GoCast side, we've got just the average Joe has hit one thousand Great League wins. And Mr. East Coasting uh, hit ace for the first time. La they showed us a screenshot last season. They only made it up to rank six because they weren't PvPing too much. And now they've kind of gotten into it a lot more and they're doing very well. Yeah, they've made it to ace ranker now. Very cool. Congratulations, everyone. And again, we're so excited to be sharing more successes and just more fun stuff from people in our community. In closing, we love hearing your feedback. If you have any questions or suggestions for myself or DeFi, you can direct them to pvpcorner at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us a voicemail or physical mail to the GoCast PO box. Chris talks about each of these at the end of the show. In the show description, you can click on more fish or more DeFi to take you to other projects and ways to contact us. And we will see you next week.
Thank you so, so much, Fish and DeFi E, for yet another wonderful, flawless PvP corner. And you know what I forgot, Kyle? Mm. <laughs> I forgot is that we actually have a retraction from our shadow discussion last week. Actually, I think I was the one that made the, made the mistake. But I said purification, one of the benefits is that it raises the Pokemon's level 30. And it's actually 25. Yeah. So uh, thank you to whoever corrected. I think it might have been Carlo. I'm not entirely sure. That's right. I, I must have missed that. I did know that, but I, I flew right over my head, I guess, while we were recording. <laughs> yeah. So uh, whoever it was that corrected me, I'm so sorry. I should have pulled the name, but I, I'm not now. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much. You're correct. Level 25. Don't be led astray. False prophet. Know him by his mark. <laughs> okay. So. Wait, I, you know, I kind of, I kind of lost my place there for a second. I was looking all over the place. I was looking in Discord, handwritten notes. Can you help me get back on the path here, Kyle? What are we doing? It's time for emails. Oh, that's right. And no voicemails this week. And is it really emails if we only have one email, Kyle? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I why don't you, so. why don't you take the honors this week? Or one email. It's from Wang J. Chen, and they said, hello, gentlemen, it's Wang J. Chen. As we are about to start another Rocket event, I am reminded of my least favorite part of the game, Shadow Pokemon. <laughs> I don't dislike the idea of Shadow Pokemon. I enjoy battling Team Go Rocket members. My issue is battling them in GBL and even seeing them in raids. While I understand this is just a game, the purpose of any game for me is to immerse yourself in its world. To me, Shadow Pokemon look like they are in pain. It is one thing to face Team Go Rocket with Shadow Pokemon, but it is another to face trainers who are supposedly on my side with the same tortured Pokemon. The part I hate about Rocket events is reading Professor Willow's speeches decrying Team Rocket and their Pokemon abuse, then proclaiming our need to rescue, then later during a GBL battle I face the Triple Shadow team of a fellow trainer. My problem is not the bonuses Shadow Pokemon get, I don't blame trainers for not taking advantage of the bonuses to improve their gameplay. Although Loki, I really, really do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Are we supposed to read the parentheticals out loud? I'm not sure. I said the quiet part out loud. Clearly. <laughs> this is a game design problem and Niantic has allowed the use of shadows for so long. There is almost no way to get rid of them. There needs to be an overhaul of the purified system something that makes purification as attractive as shadows. It seemed as if they were moving in that direction with Ho and Lugia, but there was nothing new on that front for a while. But there has been nothing new on that front in a while. The least they could do is give purified Pokemon the same attributes as shadow Pokemon. I wouldn't mind if purifying Pokemon was more expensive if the benefits made purified Pokemon as enticing as shadows. Do you have any ideas on how to make purified Pokemon more relevant and erase the scourge of shadow Pokemon forever? Sorry for the shadowy email and shout out to DeFiE for being an inspiration by not using shadow Pokemon. This is Wang J. Chen reminding you Arceus knows how you treat your Pokemon. See, see, I, I told you, I didn't read ahead. I promise everybody that there are people who care about the story aspects of shadow Pokemon. And I respect that 100%. Absolutely. And it's very strange um, and almost a blessing that this entire episode seemed to sort of coalesce around one common theme of Shadow Pokemon this week. And, uh, <laughs> it's been nice. But yeah, this seems to be sort of on the mind because, again, these rocket events are so big. They're so important and they're so meta for a lot of people like PBPers wait <laughs> for these events uh, like for a long time. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it makes sense that people care about this. But in in the sense that Wang J. Chen is sort of framing this from a more moralistic narrative play style. If you are role playing as a trainer, uh, you're playing role playing yourself as a good trainer. The game doesn't really imply that you're good or bad, just that you're doing research. So maybe those trainers are just role playing a trainer that, you know, does not necessarily mind using. It's not that they don't care. I mean, I could even see somebody being like, hey, these Pokemon are just inherently stronger. I've taken them out of the hands of an abusive Team Go Rocket member and I will treat them with love. But we need to, you know, ends justify the means, have stronger Pokemon in order to morally defeat. gray. Right, right. So, like, I could kind of see a counter argument from this unique role playing perspective. But. I 100% I agree 
we got to do something to purification to make it worthwhile. Yeah. And the problem is what they've set up for shadow and the way that the game works. It's almost impossible to fix without changing how shadow works too. Yeah. Because like I said earlier, you are fighting against the clock in 80% of the content you do in this game, which means you can't just do something really simple like purified Pokemon take less damage because that doesn't matter. No one's going to purify something to take less damage if they want to do their raid faster. That said, if somebody wants to do some crazy Sims or something, if they know how to about how that would affect PVP, that's an idea. What if purified Pokemon just took 20% less damage in PVP? They didn't pull more. They just take less. I think that'd be cool. Or if they took less damage and dealt increased damage to shadow Pokemon so that it's more of a risk to run a shadow team. You know, but then then that doesn't give any downside to purified. That's that's the the careful balance and why shadows work. It's it's good, but it would be a regular Pokemon to a degree in comparison to normal Pokemon. But the shadow Pokemon would still be have a benefit over regular Pokemon, which would still be pretty prevalent because not every Pokemon can be shadow. Therefore, purified. But the the see the difficulty with this idea that I'm thinking as we talk out loud is what is the reason to not run a purified Pokemon if it exists in the game? You don't um, get to, to have per, uh, perfect IVs, obviously. Because to potentially be uh, have one up on somebody by using a shadow if they're not bringing a purified Pokemon. But if you have 20% reduced damage, even against a normal Pokemon. Oh, no, I'm saying 20% reduced damage and 20% increased damage only against shadow Pokemon as a purified Pokemon. But then against a normal Pokemon, it's a normal Pokemon. So you yes. would want your team to be purified in any instance that it can be, unless you were going to use a shadow. Right, but then you're you shoehorned into using... You're shoehorned into using Pokemon that have only been shadow then, and you might have a better regular option for the team that you're doing that's not purifiable. Maybe. It depends on how the meta, which that's, see, that's an idea though. Purified needs something. It sure does. And shadow needs not necessarily a nerf because that's not really, I think the problem, I don't think shadow Pokemon are too powerful. It's just too easy of a choice, I feel. I agree. I do. I do. Yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what the right answer is, but I don't know why the system hasn't been implemented this the way it was originally pitched. That's very strange to me still. Yeah, especially here we are what, 3 and a half years after Go Rocket came out? Yep. Yep, yep, oh, yep. Man. <laughs> well, anyway, dear listener, thank you by the way so much Wayne J Chen for your very insightful and thoughtful uh email. Appreciate it. But dear listener, if you would like to send us an email just like Wang J. Chen did, you can again by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. Or if you don't want to call uh, distance or something like that, you can, of course, email us a voice recording. That works just fine. For everything GoCast, visit GoCastPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. You can support us monetarily on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCastPodcast. Shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons while we're talking about Patreon. Thank you so, so much to Bo, Daniel, Andrew, Laurie, Michael, Ozzy, Ted, Tish, Ben, Marvin, Amini, Swartz, Rasuli, and Ryan Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Moders, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, and Steven. Thank you so, so much for helping us keep the digital lights on. You're very much appreciated. But if you'd like to help support the show non-monetarily or in addition to also being a patron, uh, please leave us a review. It helps us out so, 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 so much um, wherever you're able to do so. Before we're out of here, Mr. Kyle, we've got to set some goals. What is even going on this weekend? Oh, Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. So here's the thing. Scarlet and Violet's coming out this week. I took the weekend off to play Scarlet and Violet. So my, my goal is to play Scarlet and Violet. But on that same note, I want to set the goal just to finish my seven-day streaks so I don't let those lapse because other things are going to be taking my attention. True. And hopefully get my Shadow Mewtwo. I don't actually know how much of a grind this task is, but I'm going to set that until I get it because otherwise... I'm going to forget and that's not going to be good for me. It would be really funny is if you forget long enough that you end up with a Latios anyway. No, I, I would 
rather die. I would not use the, the radar. Dang. Dang. Okay. I'd, I'd hold on to the radar radar until like, I don't know, Shadow Kyogre or something. That's coming up, right? Shadow Kyogre would be so cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, for myself, I want to catch uh, my Shadow Mewtwo, which means that I need to finish the research, hatch another 50 eggs total, and then 500,000 experience. I'm going to be doing some catching and stuff in order to make that happen. Putting myself ever closer to level 50. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And then we're done, right? We're retiring once I hit level 50? You can, yeah. Okay, I've you got to earn. The- I've still got to earn, like, I don't know, 90 million more experience. Woo! Well, enjoy doing a solo show while you finish up. <laughs> All right, we're joking, obviously. We'll see y'all next episode for episode 216. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. Uh, You're the best. Until then, shiny vibes and all that good stuff. Bye-bye. Bye.